West West Show. You are now listening to Empty Out the Clip. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another first episode of 2023 of the Empty Out the Clip, the EOTC podcast. My name is Cam, your host, and I'm here with the brothers. Welcome back to a new year. Ave, lady, what's up? What's, what's up, up, what's up man? <laughs> Mr. Ave is still here, ladies and gentlemen. Yo, <laughs> two thousand twenty three. Oh, surely. Man, that was yeah. Uh, mean two thousand twenty two. Totally enjoyed it. Um, yeah, a few rough patches, but we made it, man. We made it, guys. <laughs> January the this January the second today. It is January second. <laughs> we made it two <laughs> days into the year, but uh, no, no, we'll start off like we we'll do with some shout outs. So let's go off. Um, okay, shout outs to oh fish, shout outs to Mans and T. Um, caught up on a we had a gym session on Christmas Day. Um, then yeah, they're uh. Every week, listeners um, to the podcast, shout out to you guys, shout out to, um, yeah, just basically everyone that's tuned in to Empty Out The Clip, um, and for following us, yo. Oh, nice, I just want to make my um, first shout out to to um, to all my wife's family, came in from Oz, I tell you man, we've been spoiled for... Um, Spoiled for family events, man. So literally like two weddings, a couple of beach trips, as well as like the first Christmas and Yonks together. But like, that's all been crammed in to like nine days. Nice. holiday. And I don't think you realize how fast time flies there until you see, like, because we always take, like, the kids, like, we have photos of them, like, you know, when they're young, we try and duplicate the photos but just seeing how much the kids are growing up eh? yeah it's oh like, man damn. and like on the SLR camera as well when you go back through the photos and you're like don't look at this and you just the memories can't 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 you know comprehend like very where's where's all that time gone eh? you know yeah but yeah, shout out to all the um my Ituri family that came over from us and um on oh, the newlyweds uh mr and mrs McAllister, uh to our to the awesome um matt and bridget then also to um, the Griffins, um, Lance and Ivana, so they flew in from the Netherlands and they had an awesome wedding. Bro. One of the best, un, like, no script weddings I've ever been to, man. Vacation <laughs> and the food was on. So food was, so my food review is going to be like, man, they said, <laughs> they said, they said the buy high. And, and then my last one is probably to um, where one of the Usos who commented on our page, he said he'd been cop- um, following us for a couple of weeks to the um, bro over in Campbelltown in Sydney. So, to my honing Asu, man, what's up, Boost? Thanks for supporting us and watching and listening from wherever you are in the world. Hopefully, you're still going handy, but yeah, we appreciate the support. So, yeah, so for me, I just want to say shout out to my mom. I love you, mom. This is the first uh, Christmas and New Year's without dad. He passed away earlier last year, so. Shout out to my mom. We're all behind you and all the fans and that. So, now, nah, man, th- this Christmas has been good, eh, man? Because, you know, besides what I said before, but just for everyone to just, you know, take take stock on what's been gone in the past and, we're st- like, we're still here and still 
one big family and all that kind of stuff and, and, and celebrating the year and celebrating our our lives and stuff so shout out to uh mom and and the rest of the f- the, f- the family but um how was your guys um christmas um christmas oh yeah it's not good uh spent with my family my brother came over uh with his wife and my niece um just had a massive gongai um oh shout out to and then after that i got invited to um to gus gusa so he invited me to his family um sports day and um that was the first time i met his siblings and the sister you know brothers and sisters oh my gosh Ooh, man so when you see his younger brothers hey eh, you think i <laughs> hey, very talented bro yeah oh, family yeah. is talented bro straight up it was just like um because i grew up with um a you know, a brother and two sisters, right? But there's like f- five boys and two girls. Like, I just, you know, imagine growing up in a house, you know, with, it must have been loud, you know? Um, But no, it was, an, it was a mean day. They put it on. The barbecue was on. Um, The sports day was on. It was hot on a hot day as well. Um, Shout out to the yeah, Twigamala family for having me. Yeah, shout out to Phil 2A. He won his fight on December 2A. When one of his younger brothers jumped on a card and won his fight, man, that was epic, right? Oh, true. Straight up. Yeah, man. I was like, Tully, come oh. on. In my head, I was thinking, man, your old man's fussy's paid off, bro. <laughs> Even though he was at this and say, he ended up dropping the dude Berg time. Mean, oh, okay. yeah, I'm so proud. So proud seeing that sort of shit, man. But yeah, yeah shout out to the uh, Tungamalas, man. Yeah, hard, hard. <laughs> no, yeah, and New Year's, just I went parked up. So my plan, original plan was to go to um the Pink Bridge. But I, yeah, I googled it right, and so Google took me straight to the Pink Bridge. But I didn't like I didn't realize there's a parking somewhere off, like somewhere in Mount Roscoe or something, you know, or Mount Eden or somewhere to park. But Google took me straight to the <laughs> in the city, like the beginning of. So I was like, I was like, oh, I read it wrong, you know. And then I was panicking because it was like quarter to twelve. And I'm like, oh, so I'll just, okay, I'll just turn down here, turn down to Victoria Park. All the cars were illegal parking on the side. I just parked up under the bridge, and we, yeah, I just did the countdown right in time, about like five minutes left. What was that, the Pink Bridge? Was that where everyone was going to stand or something? No, nah, um, so the it. Pink Bridge is... That's the cycle way, yeah. Un- under um, Cabrook. Yeah, I just, okay, I, this year I just thought, you know, have a sober one, and I just thought I'd be Flash. <laughs> you know, yeah, but have something different, you know, you have the guy fork still i mean the countdown there but no either way i, I managed to see it um town was packed to cr- yeah crawling went out to mission bay to finish finish the night yeah no it's nice and quiet sober sober yeah. um christmas new year's what were you this is your year this is your year man. Yeah. <laughs> nah man oh very like i said man like i didn't drink as much as what i used to man but and man i fell into the trap again it was like you know, I tell the in-laws, like, if we drink, because I'm on nice fellas, but I'm not going to go to sleep. <laughs> and then we'll drink it, drink it away. Then I hear the microwave, beep, beep, beep. Father Vela's me, I'm like, fuck, I knew it, man. <laughs> <laughs> so once these guys started eating, I was like, oh, damn it. Realized, like, this is why I don't drink, you know, because no one's going to be awake with me. Yeah. But no, it was good. It was, wasn't busy. Surprisingly, my, no one in my family, like my sister's, uh, message me Merry Christmas <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think because my sister borrowed my truck and took it up north and brought it back with two Kaya tires and then ended up <laughs> my daughter ended up buying me four brand new tires so shout oh. out to Kira 
Um, nah, but it was all next family. Like, fuck, yeah, having them here, bro, is something else. We got a lot of good photos. So I sort of like, you know, took it upon myself because I got a good camera on my phone. Just taking his family photos. So yeah, they got a nice folly at the back of their place. Took a couple of nice um, photos with the presents on the deck and stuff. But yeah, I had my in-laws over for a mini barbecue. It was just funny, yeah, like, it was just supposed to be the brother-in-laws. <laughs> they did when I looked for the window. Um, how it's did the, the who's in the sitting room? Or <laughs> the wives? And I'm like, nah, it's all the kids, bro. Oh, so I was like, where the other kids? Are oh, they at home? I was talking. Go bring all the kids over here. So I ended up feeding all the kids. But because you know my budget that, that I had, I could feed everyone. Yeah. And I was like, you know, not for poly, but running out of food. So fuck, if I fed all these kids, then had a little few drinks. Yeah, it was Sam's um, son's birthday. Fiki's birthday's on Christmas Eve. But oh, it was good. yeah, yeah. It's good, man. Nice. Did a couple of beach trips up to Iriwa. Yeah, man. Because my, yeah, my wife's family's not really a beach family. They're more of a pools family, you know? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, Like yeah. Parakai, where we were back in the day, at Point Erin. The one time they went to Point Erin, I was saying, we should go beach. You know, no one wants to listen to me. My wife's like, <laughs> you're the ones in your family, not of our family. So they went to um, Point Erin, and then, well, funda le mea, then, everybody out, everyone out, everyone out. So, oh. see? so they paid, got on. They had to wait 30 minutes and then they got another warning. Oh, sorry, guys, the pool's closed. And I was like, you okay, me, man. Like, we literally <laughs> came from a sunny ass West Auckland into town. Yeah. And it was freaking Gimu and Thunder, bro. Like, like, it was literally like too hot. Like, you know, we were in singles, ended up getting into town. It was like <laughs> jumpers. Oh, I should have put some pants, man. It's like, what the hell? But nah, good good Christmas, man. But a bit tough on the gas, dude, bro. Fucking press a gas and drop it all. Yeah, burning, man. Uh, Taking everyone around. Shout out to my bro Leah for giving me his car. It was the only choice before there. I ended up having to form me some muffs. So still packed up at home, me. <laughs> but it just made a difference, bro. When the in-laws came over, I was like, oh, fuck. Just take the truck, man. Fuck. None of this, um, you know, oh, there's no room. <laughs> there's room. <laughs> Make room, eh? Was it, or was it like a 12-seat or something? A van? No, nah, so they had my truck and Kida's car. She obviously had her car. Next got her car. But then, how's Letty going to work? Oh, so yeah, my yeah, sister yeah. took my truck up and off. She didn't leave me a cavalli as well. Like her cavalli wasn't you know, drivable. So one of the brothers gave me his car. Bro, just use nice. it. I'm not back to work till Jan 16th. So oh, shuttles. So yeah, my, my one of my bros, Elliot, bro. Love you, bro. He's the <laughs> man. He is the man. But nah, being that's pretty much my Christmas. What about you? Christmas, man. I went down to mum's and uh, had breakfast there with my sisters and their family. And yeah, but sisters and their families and, um, and all the kids, so we had a big breakfast there. Uh, bought some food down to cook on a barbecue. Like we, it was not like a barbecue, barbecue like with meat in there. It was just like a breakfast kind of barbecue with like bacon, eggs. Oh yeah, nice and and, and mushrooms, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, we just had a big. Uh, it was like a brunch. Ended up to be brunch because it was like uh, eleven o'clock, just before lunch. So so yeah, we just had we just. Had a feed there and um, sort of lined stomach for later on that night because it was my, it was my missus family. They were going to come over on, oh, on yeah. that night because <laughs> they planned this um, big uh, a cocktail uh, competition. Yeah, so, nice. So how they did it, we were partnered up with uh, members of the family. We, our names were drawn out of a hat. And uh, so each of us got a, got a partner to be a team. And so what the rules were that you had to come up with a, a cocktail. And you'll you'll be judged on presentation and taste, and all that kind of stuff. So, so we had to bring our own um, 
our glasses because we have to serve like 14 people. What so the? You have to have 14, um, 14 cocktails, cocktails to, to get everyone to, to sip on and, and judge. So, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty cool. It was, it was pretty fun too because uh, so I was partnered up and came up with this uh, Hawaiian theme. <laughs> this, and, and, and there's an actual a cocktail called a Blue Hawaii. Yeah. And what's in there is like a coconut cream, um, Bacardi rum, and Blue Carousel, which is like a orange liqueur, but it's dyed blue. So it turns everything you put that in, it turns it blue. And um, and pineapple juice. So I mixed all that up, 14 glasses of that. And I, sh- was sh- I shook that all up and then had a shot on the side with... Um, a different kind of drink, but it was blue as well. And that and played um, Blue Hawaii in the background on the on the on the um, and you were on, the, on the stereo. The you were music solid. You were in Hawaiian nice. nice. and it had some ulas too to give to uh, everyone to give to the judges. So yeah, we all the the judges when we presented our drink. Yeah, man, and um, at the end we we came second. So. Nice. So we we, 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 we we just lost by one point, one point. So. Wait, who did he have sober judges? Oh, I don't know if they were sober at the end of it, but <laughs> no, it was fun. There, everyone came up with um, cool sort of um, presentations. What was the know? winning name? Or the name of the winning cocktail? It was called the. It was called the cyclone. Oh, wow. I don't know because I never knew about what cyclone was. And cyclone was the um, ice box you get. Oh, oh yeah, the, the frozen ones. With the colors. This yeah. one's the line. Picture of the line. I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, this one. Yeah. Apparently, yeah, nice all, all, too. All the kids love it, so it was it was based around that. Because so it was like a ice block kind of, like a, a slushy kind of um, oh, texture nice. to it. Yeah, yeah, they would have gone down well, least <laughs> with anything. <laughs> I saw because I, I watched the story. There was um one of them they had um glow glow sticks or yeah, something, eh? Yeah. And they put it in the the cup, you know, and then they turned all the lights off and they walked in the <laughs> outside <laughs> of it. What was that one called? I don't know, but. It didn't taste good, eh? oh, <laughs> but man, presentation for me that was the presentation winning presentation for me because turning off the lights and putting the glow stick in there and yeah. blowing the yeah, cups up would look, would look mean, man. At night, hey, <laughs> look mean. Oh, man. but um, now nah, it wasn't that tasteful way. It was like, oh. it was like sweet, it was like sweet as like I'm not like a sweet kind of. When it comes to alcohol, for me, I'm not the sweet kind of style, yeah. so but it was like sweet as. Yeah, that, that thing. It, yeah, it was like, wow. Oh, but, uh, but no, no, that was uh, that was that one. Yeah. What are your New Year's? What did you get up for your New Year's, guys? New Year's, I had a quiet one, eh? Just, um, I had just, oh. You know, bang on New Year's, I was by myself in the lounge watching a movie. <laughs> <laughs> what? Nice. So at midnight? At midnight. And I went to sleep about 12.15. So I was real tired and I went to sleep. Wow, yeah. yeah. Sounds similar to me. Because we got back from everywhere. We were heading back home. But then I was probably about the dog. Fucking, you see my dog, bro. He's a freaking, a freaking pain in the ass, eh? Yeah. Then I was like, but that's cruelty if I leave him outside, eh? Because he's already had a go at the gate. Like, I can see all these new fresh wood chippings that he's been biting the gate. Yeah. So I ended up just staying there. But I ended up just jumping on um, YouTube and watching that empty out the club, bro. And oh, I just try to sync it so it just keep carried on playing through. Yeah. Because I was playing off my phone, but then the fireworks started playing getting louder. Like, I tried to play music for him. Ended up getting the speaker, putting it right next to the wash house and fucking turned that off. I ended up waking up to it because the, the song's finished. 
then I looked up and I was like, oh, episode's finished. And then I checked my phone. But because my phone was synced to it and was in the wash house, I didn't I, you know, didn't have it on me, otherwise the music would stop. Yeah. So yeah, just a lonely. <laughs> <laughs> lonely. But catching up on sleep, man. Yeah, I think after um after the the countdown in town, we went out to Mission Bay, went um bought Maccas and then went out to Mission Bay. Just and then after that I didn't you know, um I dropped my friend off and then then I went back home and I was watching I think it was the uh, NBA game. And this oh. was like two it was like three o'clock in the morning. I watched the NBA game, fell asleep, you know. Um the yeah, the I didn't feel like um didn't feel like drinking, you know. Mind you, it was Sunday too, eh? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe yeah. that played a part in it. Yeah, it just felt foreign. Even Christmas, having Christmas on a Sunday. Yeah. No, yeah, it was just. Well, you know, I think I just enjoyed the time of just, um, not, you know, oh man, rushing over here, you know, getting, you know, getting drunk or whatever. Because I remember the year yeah. before, we had well, Cameron's Cam's house, and we, we drank till like. Six seven in the morning, you know. Um, we I think we had our barbecue at like five in the morning or something. Even <laughs> <laughs> we're drinking all night and then oh we're hungry now. Let's do the barbecue at three in the morning, you know. Man, but yeah, yeah it was just yeah a good good vibe, good buzz this year for myself. You know, good on you, bro. That's the one. <laughs> Shut up, boys. You know what? I think we'll do a memory lane later on about um your memorable New Year's. Because I just can't oh, to keep up on my mind, but it'll be a good segment to to touch on that. But um, for our first topic um today, guys, um, I don't know if everybody's been looking on there because this will be part of the um what's trending on social media as well. So I'm talking about the Tour Samoa parade in Samoa. So the team managed to get over there to appeal and to do a parade and to, you know to celebrate their achievements at the World Cup with um you know with the motherland. Because, you know, that's the first place, you know, I thought that they that they should have had it. You know, it is really, it's really good for them to go and acknowledge the motherland and everybody there. Because, man, you see all those kids, man. They're just, you know, happy and, yeah, hey, if yeah. you saw the Especially scenes. Especially for Christmas, eh? Yeah. Christmas. And the new year. And, to, yeah, man. Mm. Like, it was one thing to just beat Tonga and then make the semi. And bro, we saw how the, the parades were here. We're like, you know. Everything was going off. People were late to work and stuff. <laughs> but then to make the final, even though we didn't win, bro, we we pretty much we yeah. made history. Yeah. Yeah, man. So now it's good, bro. I reckon, man, just to have them back home, bro, and just that that energy was something else, man. Just from the videos that I saw, I almost got to the point I I wanted to stop watching because one of my mates was over there. <laughs> oh, hey. yeah, oh. that's Lorenzo with new fan. Oh. <laughs> Jealous, man. But man, mad love to that guy flexing all the KP offals, man. I was like, surely. <laughs> but yeah, it's just yeah, because he was going live and recording, you know, and just even just doing his little commentary that he was doing. Like I was like, bro, going off, eh? But even like I think it was Joey A was the first to land. I think he was the first to land, and he was straight into the village, man, and he got a title. Eh? He got his oh. a title title. Know what it was? I think I just saw snippets of it, but yeah, pretty out of it, man. Mm. And he was the one in the tour who had the most least like knowledge of the language and the culture. Eh? Mm. But that's pretty cool seeing that. Just make a shout out to um my cousin's husband, eh? Um, who's uh members of the V8 uh, car club in Samoa, and uh, that that was the cars that they were using for the parade. Hey, yeah, wow! Nice. That was awesome to see. 
It's cool. But it was cool because you saw uh, each of the players had a car each on. Mm. But uh, they wrote on the windows the name and stuff. And I saw um, Jerome Luai's car and he had Oli Bessie on the front. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> bro, like, that's how funny that stuff was. Like, um, so when I saw Lorenzo going live and he was, and then he was actually on the stage, bro. And he was like actually hyping up the, like he was the hype man. Yeah. The next minute, fucking Mr. T standing behind him. And he like, he goes, you know what the size is? You know, you know, get a lot of pissy. Oh my, one, two, three. Then, bro, they started playing his intro. Bro, Mr. T's on the stage, like rapping behind him. And I was like, stick. <laughs> bro, but at the same time, I was like, wow. And then um, that's when Freddy does his introduction. They're going to introduce every player one by one. Bro, and then when Drone Lai comes on, he's like, all pissy, all pissy. Bro, that crowd's like, just going nuts, eh? Man. Especially all those Penrith boys when they get up. Yeah, they, they got the, probably the loudest applause, eh? Like, fuck. I think I saw a little bit of the footage where they're doing the Siva, you know, Siva Cole, oh. but <laughs> yeah, I think oh, they're, yeah. they're slapping yeah, yeah. each other's back. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hard. I saw that's the, probably so, the only yeah. footage I've seen. Because I know they did a, it must have been like a fear fear night at one of the results that um, Brian Soto and um, Quite and Good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they get up by these slapping um, Brian's back. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> but that would have been a buzz, do we? To go like, just after getting married and go there holiday, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool because um, I first I first saw it on the Tosamo um official Instagram. They went live, and I think they're in the van going to the parade. Yeah. Or the whole team was in the van, and, and they were like passing the phone around, just doing their little, their little, their little shout outs or a little, oh, little yeah. turn at doing the video, which was pretty cool. And then it stopped, and then but you could actually go on. If you follow any of the players on social media, they all went live at some stage. Yeah. So you could jump on each. Um, each yeah, just follow each, there. Yeah, f- follow there. So I followed um, Martin's one, and on his, and then there was Jerome's one too, and stuff like that. So now it was cool. It's cool to get a uh, insight on all the perspectives of th- yeah, the yeah, players yeah, there yeah, and yeah. jump on their lives because everyone was going on live. Eh? And five thirty one was going on live. Yeah. Coconut TV was going live. So, was there I Spy Radio? <laughs> oh, <as well. laughs> yeah, man, that, that's awesome, mate. That's so awesome to like, you know. <laughs> and man, shout out to the Samoan collectors, man, because he's been like, "Are we gonna get one? <laughs> <laughs> Are they still he's coming a, ever?" No, well, that was supposed to be. I think the date say like I'm sure I saw like a 27, 28, but of Jan. Yeah, possibly here. But then nah, I was like, "Damn, man, that's gonna be too busy." Eh? Yeah. But then when I saw Lorenzo was like leaving, then I realized, fuck, this guy's going. There's a reason why he's going out. Oh, right? Then I yeah, just yeah, click, fuck, he's going for the talk. Pretty yeah. day. Oh, that's lucky, dude, man. Must be nice, huh? <laughs> did, you, did you guys catch that um, Samoa Observer article on um, oh, everyone went to the airport to greet members of the tour and was it one person or was it Chanel to be the happiest? <laughs> oh, yeah. The only person coming from that plane. I think it was anyone came from New Zealand, no? Oh, true, true. Oh. <laughs> oh there was, so a, it was, there was a big, it was packed at the airport. And there was only one player there. was only him. <laughs> <laughs> but um, someone was over the dark on it. You know, and oh. I saw all the comments, everyone just cracking up laughing. But you know how they did that, um, Suyaliti's um, Matai? Like, bro, because of all the news at that time, like, I was trying to follow the observers, went on it. But I was like, like he obviously went because it didn't look like he was being mobbed at the airport but just how fast <laughs> like it, it almost felt like it was like 10 o'clock then it was 2 3 in the afternoon 
But like, they went from seeing him at the airport to like, it was like he must have went straight to wherever he got his title and was just in his. Got it, yeah. Yeah, and then he was getting a ceremony, like, done oh, straight away. Wow. Hey, I'm um, talking about titles. There was something I saw on Instagram that um, I think Shaquille O'Neal's gonna um, get a title, get a title <laughs> too, man. Is it for real there or is it just these mocks? I don't know. It looked, it looked pretty legit legit but then there was, I was reading the comments and then you know some people were like supporting you know um good on Shaq you know for uh, um embracing you know the Samoan culture blah 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 but he's got deep pockets there that's all yeah, good of course, bro. He can get any title. but then then there's another comment saying you know um oh is uh, are we at that state now where anyone can get a title you know blah 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 you know like you know, there, there was a good debate, but um, um, like my own opinion on it, like, you know, if he's if he's willing to get one, it's up, to, you know, up to him. But what, like, what, what's his Matai name gonna be? You know, Mildy, <laughs> <laughs> Shazam, um, what's his? You know, it's bound to happen there, the monetization <clears throat> of the titles, because it is already. So of course. You know, you're going to take advantage of that. Hey, I think it's just an inevitable thing. Because oh. there's, there's people giving Matai titles like the buddy president of the NZ, uh, or NZ uh, Rugby. Uh, not NZ Rugby, the World Rugby. Yeah. Guy. Hey, he got one, eh? Well, I remember the one they did was that I thought, hey, like, <laughs> when I think was when they did the tattoos, the movie. And then I think, yeah, they ended up filming some of it. Must have been in Samoa. And then they were like, yeah, Magai, That's what I was like. <laughs> he's just filming. Like, like he might have been oh. like a producer. <laughs> and next minute he's going to. But, hey. but uh, was it? I think when the orator was trying to explain the reasoning behind it, was because he was like saying he's going back to Nagano because he's documenting a movie about it. Yeah. So that was what they thought. Like, man, that's rich because, you know, now people know that. The tattoo was from Samoa, and they don't need to go research it or go to the library because they're making a film about it now. Yeah. So that's why they said they gave it to him. But in my head, I was like, "Are you sure?" <laughs> Man, I don't know. Because I mean, if we went to Africa and we do, we we made a cure for like what malaria or something, I don't think they'll be running to try and give us a Zulu title. <laughs> <laughs> this just doesn't make sense. But I guess you know, these matais are put in places for reasons. So they must know there's a greater good for. Why they're presenting someone with a title suit? Oh, no. Yeah, that's a oh, yeah, that's a sort of a weird one. Put <laughs> the shack one. Eh? Yeah. Oh, Didn't Hanson get a title too? Eh? Steve, oh, Steve Hanson. I thought he got he got a title too. I think. The coach. <laughs> yeah, all coach. Well, I know it wouldn't be anywhere near enough for Lee Office or Yuka Breakers. Breakers, they 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 give them out every day, like you know, tissues, shucks. Yeah, that's. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know the details of the Shaq one, but um, I saw the article and I saw the photo of him, eh? and I saw how they were gonna give him give him a title. But it was through, I I, I didn't see, I didn't read how who that family he was connected to, you know? That, oh yeah, you know, yeah. Because he was in a someone guy's house, eh? Was that, he? That house, yeah. Of, I just I, know he had the stuff, or mm, mm. you know. Mm. But then uh, I did see there's a Shaq uh, documentary on Neon, I think. About it. No, but I think it's just his own. Oh, about yeah. his life and that, like something recent. Yeah. Mm. Well, good on you, Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> My little uncle. <laughs> <laughs> uncle Shaq. 
So speaking about uh, Tuasamo, there was um, there was this post about um, a law firm that was claiming um, uh, rights or copyrights to Tuasamo and some of their branding, including some um, terms in, in Samoan, which people in the comments, if you read the comments, thought that no, nah, it's not. It's a common, hey, it's a common phrase, yeah. f- phrasing on it, but um. Omoa Law Firm, they came, they um, they actually posted this, they actually wrote this um, public notice on the 17th of November 2022, but I think I just saw it last week and people started to, to post it last week. So I'll, I'll just quickly read it. It's a public notice, intellectual property right infringement. Rugby League Samoa Incorporated has instructed our law firm to inform businesses and individuals that are using, without permission, Rugby League Samoa's logo and the name Toa Samoa, including the Toa Samoa's phrases Uso Aso Uma, Oelia Toa, etc. etc. So that's not specific. Um, Mamanu Designs and the Toa Samoa Sivatao and any part of the Sivatao to cease and desist immediately. The intellectual property rights in the logo, the name Toa Samoa, Manu Mao and the Toa Samoa Sivatao belong to Rugby League Samoa. Use of such without permission from Rugby League Samoa can result in legal proceedings, both civil and criminal, particularly for those businesses and individuals who are obtaining income from the alleged infringement of these intellectual property rights. Example, manufacture and printing of apparel, stickers, flags, promotional websites, sales, promotion campaigns, etc. Our instructions are to pursue legal action against businesses and individuals who are infringing Rugby League Samoa's intellectual property rights to obtain permission to use, print, and distribute materials that contain Rugby League Samoa's logo, the name Tor Samoa, etc. You must seek written approval from Rugby League Samoa, pay 20% of gross sales to Rugby League Samoa, or a lump sum to be agreed upon. Any approval granted is subject to the terms and the conditions set by Rugby League Samoa at the time the approval is granted. Wow. So November 22, but I think heaps of t-shirts were coming out during that time. Even before that time. Before and after that time. So So that that was an interesting thing when it came out. And I thought, okay, this is something, this is something businesses would do, eh? Yeah, especially the the singer shops, especially like local people around here who own screen printing, uh, printing businesses. Yeah. But see, that says, that's like, um, if you were to take a photo of a rugby league player or like you play made a tour and then he's wearing a tour jersey but you could blur out the tour and still have everything else oh, that guess. would be a loophole to how they've presented that because unless they're doing it like how the ab's like for example editors have the exclusive rights to their stuff no one else to you never even see duplicates of our all black jersey. Yeah, no. That's why you see all these Asian shops pop up towards some more jerseys. So them trying to sort of put their stamp on us, it's a bit confusing, but it's also like it's a step in the right direction if if, if the towards Samoa is trying to gain traction like how they did this World Cup they just passed. Yeah. So it's a good thing, eh? But then it's it's also yeah, laughable because Yeah, how are you gonna yeah, but um, late. Because exactly, I know exactly. what you mean. Because I know what you mean by the because there's official apparel, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's official, and I think you'll be shamed to copy an official apparel. Like but if you came with your All Blacks t-shirt and you made it yourself, and you go out there, 
It's sort of like, uh, oh, everyone knows that not that's not the, you know, the official apparel for All Blacks. So, you know, it's that kind of stigma. Stigma around it, you know? I reckon, like, remember how we spoke about, like, when Samoa ran out of flags? Like, oh, like, they'll need Samoa flags here. There needs to be, like, an international body, like, something, something incorporated with Samoa to sort of start with the flag first. Let Samoans in Samoa be the only ones who can duplicate and sell these flags and have it so there's only one business in Samoa and that money goes back to the government or goes back to the villages. If they're going to start doing this with the tour, they need to find a, like a, um, like a brand. Then if not, become its own brand. Like Tour Samoa Rugby League, make it its own brand. Because that's the only sort of way you can stomp that sort of shit out of here. Like when people trying to do knockoffs of it. Because the reason why I think they've gone to like stuff like brands like Dynasty and then all these other ones, it's because like they get sick of like the wait time or they get sick of the designs or they want something fresh, something that doesn't look like what's already been put out. But when you think about it, it becomes like how the Warriors rugby league jerseys are. There's fucking heaps of them. Hey, and it just changes and no one all looks the same. Whereas like just in the last recent World Cups, like the tall jersey hasn't changed much because it still looks the same. But if you look at the Tongan jersey, it's changed so many times and it doesn't look the same. Whereas the Tosa Mo jersey still looks pretty relevant from like the you know, the uh, mid year test to the you know, to the World Cup. Doesn't Mighty Matsona Tongan do the same thing? Yeah, but remember how they had the falling out with the um the official Matematonga actual board? And so they went under another um thing, I think it was another banner. But they applied to the Rugby League International Federation to have that wavered because the players, they sort of said, well, if you want the game to happen against Australia, you need to actually have us play, which is the playing list. And that was the playing list that the coach, that Wolf had, whereas the International Matematonga Federation said, oh, because that's why they ended up trying to go to court, Because eh? they were like saying, oh, look, we're trying to stand Wolf down. He needs to go. But the players were like, oh, no, if Wolf goes, we'll go. So they ended up just saying, oh, look, you can compete. You can compete in that game against Australia, but it can't be under the Mate Matonga brand. See, that, that was confusing to me. The MMT thing, that that drama there, because the way I see it, at the end of the day, every, any money going from merchandise or ticket sales or anything to do with the team, that money should be going back to the team to yeah, build yeah, up yeah. the team, build up like um, you know the the pathways for the kids yeah, to juniors. come up, juniors, the money going to all that. Now if if they were fighting over something, like maybe the thing was, oh, no, they, someone else wanted the money or they wanted the money. And, you know, because if it was going to the cause of, of the team, then there shouldn't be a problem with anything. You are new, like, because um, i got close friends who, like, whose family are tied into that, um, that makeup of the rugby league Tonga. And, like, some of them coach Tonga. And it, it seemed pretty straight up forward, eh? Like, if you got a, if you got an account, and then you got an account that's that's obviously giving money to some of the players, or not all the players, or everyone's getting a cut. You obviously want to be more. Tra- you got to be as transparent as you can to the point that if you got audited, like if someone was to come in and go, "How did you spend that fifty grand?" You want to see it's every cent gone, right? But when Wolf and they were in charge, with, even with um, with Hopoari and that, they were just using the card like it was just being used. And so when the Rugby League International, or when Tonga, like Mate Matonga, the Federation asked, where's these statements? Yeah. They couldn't produce them. And so they, so Wolf took it as in like, oh, you don't trust me. But 
it's a simple question. It's like, oh, can we just see the back statements? He, he obviously turned it because apparently he had used it for um, his wife and that to stay somewhere. And that's where it all started to get all oh, shady. Man. And then they had a falling out. This is where they had an agreement with the dynasty. Well, they couldn't produce the goods because bro, they had all these orders, but they still had a contract with FIDA. So they already moved. So all of that stuff was happening. So it was like oh, they couldn't be as transparent as what they wanted to. But it's because they were being called local, man. That's yeah. what it was. But like, yeah, when it starts getting messy like that, eh, that's when you'd be like, bro, there's too many hands. Or like, you know, too many guys with control of what they can do with that, you know, money. The interesting thing about this um, this public notice that came out, the date, 17th of November, 2022. How long has Tosa Moore been around? <laughs> Is yeah, it because they were exactly. winning that um, they jumped yeah, in? Well, and yeah, no, it probably is, man. It probably definitely is, eh? Like, yeah. If, yeah. But, I mean, if they really, really thought about it, because I remember they did that with TAG as well. Like, um, there was one World Cup and they had over in um, Coffs Harbour. And so TAG was supposedly, like, the fastest growing sport in the South Pacific. Um, but you go down to a New Zealand Nationals, like, fucking, there's so many teams, right? And then they've done it, like, with the um, South Pacific games, but they've added tag to the. They had a um, tour Samoa, or they had a tag Samoa, but then they have like tag Samoa Queensland, tag Samoa like you know Wellington, Auckland. Auckland, and so they took it upon themselves to not run it past the government. <laughs> and to Lepa caught wind of it, he said, "Anyone trading using that brand, New Samoa, yeah, you can see you're going to be cancelled." And he made it international that's the news so all these teams were really good across harbour they they couldn't go as Samoa they had to go as an invitation team because they hadn't gone through the right channels oh. they just took it upon themselves like okay well, let's just, just do this own. we have an open trial pick the best places and we'll go so they ended up going to their tournament but almost embarrassed because like fuck they didn't even go through the right channels where Israel and us got their blessings from like you know the Cook Islands Tahiti Tokelau, even like, you know, New Zealand. Yeah. But it was like, for them to go like that, it's like, bro, it has to be done properly. Eh? Yeah. You got to go through the right channels, make sure that everything's done properly, like due process and, you know, the right people they need to know are informed because, yeah, that's a shambles, eh? But it seems like after this World Cup, Samoa's got a bit more traction yeah. and a bit more people want to be part of it, but they want to do it properly without it biting them in the foot, you know? This is the worst thing you can do, bro. It's like if you know, if you got one person offside, fuck, you can you can bet that that person if they haven't got their way or they're not happy, they'll fucking do everything to take you down. And uh, even if it means like, oh fuck, we'll get rid of we'll get rid of that guy, and they'll do it, you know. So so in, so is anything with the Torsam like say for example, this said Torsam or mm. I'll get questioned. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's anything that um, not you, the person that sold you that will get in trouble. Because oh. that money should be, says here, they should be giving 20% of those funds to, to Osama. Or get permission first. What are the, or what were some of the, um, oh, the wordings like, also I saw Oma, something like that. Yeah. Or that. Yeah. So you that was, what? that was a phrase that they've copyrighted. I'll get, I'll get, I'll get me one plain shirt. <laughs> and I'll print Tosa more here, you know, and I'll have everything that you're not. Yeah. yeah, well, I think it's more on the mass. It's the mass production of it. It's coming oh, from okay. that point of view. If you're going to do a mass run of it, they want to see some of that come back to release some more. Yeah. Oh. But I mean, in terms of the trading, bro, like, 
Bro, that's the thing, man. Some people might say, fuck, that gala's been fucking around since Maliako, like, you know, the turn of the century. Like, yeah. they can't come straight out and say it because, remember Daniel Vito, when before he went to WWE, he was the one who said, Otoa Oso Vale, hey. He said it, and he said, that's when they all stand up and do that, you know, also Asuma. So, for them to leave out the first part, it was like, oh, well, see, Daniel Vito might have said to them, oh, no, you can't use that. That's, that's mine. And like in these players that I've said, oh no, nah, yeah, it was Daniel V that said, oh, let's yeah, let's yeah. do this, and then it stayed, you know. But now at least they, I know, I think they. It's a bit late, but at least they're doing it now. Eh? Yeah, like trying to send, <laughs> like Is say, that like. Is with a Samoan? Yeah. Oh okay. <clears throat> yeah, the Samoan law firm with um Just with, with Gmail um account um email accounts. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But hopefully, like they can actually set it up properly, like. Like I'm not yeah. Like for me, like on the old boys forum, the KOB one, like I make sure no one fucking tries to do KOB because it's not authentic. Yeah. It doesn't become authentic if someone else is trying to run it or run it through, you know, or use your platform to try and sell on other stuff. Yeah. Have you got a copyright on that? Nah. Oh, cause I don't own it. It's the brotherhood. It belongs to the brotherhood. But if they're gonna do it, but then I'm saying the same thing. I'm like, oh fuck. So what's the old boys getting? What's the brotherhood getting from you selling on your offals? And they get, oh, I never thought of it like that. And it's like. Well, there's a lot of things you got to consider, you know? Well, like, it gives you protection, other people doing it. Yeah, know. or people know, man, because of the years. People like, you can use the same fonts, but you change the years or then. Is anyone else trying to copy, like, Yeah, they get shut down big time, man. Cause, uh, mostly because of the commission, uh, all the older boys. And, like, you know, yeah. and there's a couple of lawyers there, too, man. <laughs> and they're like, nah, bro. Oh, like, we haven't actually trademarked it. But it's like, you know, it's not going to come with, like, like good grace, like, we're going to go do it. Oh, uh, yeah, because the younger generation that finished... And they might want to start their own one, eh? Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like, if you got more, like, you know, they say, oh, bro, it's good, man. We've got heaps, heaps of guys doing it. But then you get a whole lot of other guys going, bro, are these freaking MPs? <laughs> You're always going to get it, you know? No matter what, like, yeah. oh, people are going to be, oh, no, I got these ones. But that's why I use it officially. Like, so if I put the drop out, it's like, nah, bro, you got to put something on or you got to give back to the school some some way. But you got to just make sure you go through the right channels, bro, you know? There's ways around it. Like I remember when um the fan the fans made up the phrase um go to Manu with the yeah. fist. That's a independent kind of different not part of Manu Samoa, mm. not official, but someone made that as the fans thinking now it's a big it's a big thing, eh? Yeah. The, yeah. the go to Manu that phrase now. So whoever made that up has made it into a brand. Eh. Supporting the Samoa team but it's not part of Manu Samoa, if you know what I mean. So yeah. maybe that's probably the next next phase and how the fans can own something, be a part of Tosamoa, like create their own kind of um, phrase and make it popular. Yeah. Just hopefully that they can source their own manufacturer and it's theirs that they yeah, don't run one, out. Like yeah, man. Like, or even if they sell it, like how um, the EVs have sold it to like a couple, but they're the only ones who can like yeah. manufacture it, you know? True, yes. Because like, you can't even buy seconds like stuff of Obex jerseys like it's unheard of right okay like because it's like if it's 150 dollars that's how much it is everywhere they manufacture it whereas over with the Samoan jerseys like oh they got knockoffs and they're just seconds factory seconds and like, oh, 45 oh, fuck, sick, yeah. <laughs> but then they'll become rich overnight man if they just you know did it like that manufactured it themselves and owned it so it's a step in the, in the right direction I suppose good example is the Auckland Blues first jersey yeah first yeah, year yeah, jersey yeah. like if you got that chicken. one, that's a that's the chicken one. Eh? That's an OG jersey, mm. like vintage jersey. Same as the the Warriors, eh? Warriors first jersey. Yeah. 
You know, you keep those and you have two pairs and keep one on the, put one in the frame. On, <laughs> you know, it's mm. worth a bit, eh? So, yeah, I think for me, I hope um, Tosa Amor gets a proper sort of, yeah, like you said, manufacture and get mm. proper uniform, like proper distinctive uniform. Uh, and they're, the Manasa Amor has their one. They changed their, their logo. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like a piece of more. Yeah. And, you know, Tosa Amor, you know, has that name Tosa Amor and distinctive pattern on their jerseys every year, every every different versions of their of their their jerseys make it official official brand official um you know just official merchandising yeah yeah and then people can you know start purchasing that and and then when people like i said before like you know when people print support gears for themselves you know people can automatically tell well that's not official yeah you know that's not that's just a printer (laughs) so but that devalues the hey yeah when you do that it devalues the the people that just print off yeah, things. but it does show a win though because, you know, I think they could not keep up with the mass production of just having particular gears like the AVs do because they, you know, because they'd have to have an official outlet, like you know, like the editors. Like I think it's where you can go the rugby experience. They got a shop there and it's just full of AV stuff and that's all this stuff like the hoodies, scarves, jackets, off-field gear. Whereas, whereas if Samoa just concentrated on like their like polo shirts, the plain jerseys, shorts, not not even the socks. Even if they just concentrated on that, they wouldn't have to worry about supporters gear. Let all the people that do it locally do the supporters gear, because it's still it's a win-win for everyone, you know. Because mm. in the end, people are like fuck, I want a jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. get the, fuck, I want the, a proper jersey. One. But then that's where they're gonna come across that. Oh fuck, sorry man, then you come on two XL. <laughs> and, that's, and that's the window for the guys, the princes, eh? To be like, yeah, fuck uh, it, I'm gonna go to Philippines, gonna run some ones, just change the badges, like, you know? So, no, nah, it's good, man. It's a good step in the right direction, I reckon. Nice. Nice, boys. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> the common theme in Christmas every year is fuck, everybody's eating too much, man. <laughs> and, oh. man, I ate. So much breakfast that you know I didn't eat anymore that night because <laughs> you know I was all about I was I was kind of fitting because I, I wanted to line my stomach for all those cocktails that I was gonna drink that night. So yeah, man. But all the leftovers, man. Oh, that was the main thing, man. All the leftovers. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, and no one wanted to take leftovers because everyone else got leftovers too. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like uh, a whole lot of uh, food that that went to waste in the end, but. Uh, but uh, speaking about food, man, let's talk about some food reviews. So before before we had Christmas and after our last episode of last year on Empty Out the Clip, we went over to the also lady's house for, for barbecue, end of year, Empty Out the Clip barbecue, myself, I was in Eric, and what a spread, man, what a spread. How was, how was the spread? Oh, man, that was, um, like I was saying before, guys, that was... Um yeah, at the the thing the thing is like when when I when I ate at the barbecue right, I was I was full. I was like, nah, I'm not taking anything home, you know. And then what was funny is that um, in the middle of the night, you know, woke up from my food coma, and then I was like, damn, I wish I made me a plate. Oh, I wish I made me a plate, you know. But uh, no, the spread was spread was nice. The barbecue, love the mac and cheese, um, the Chicken curry, 
That was off. That was that was on, man. You know. I love the ham. That was ham. in your mouth, ham. Potato man. salad. Nah, that was a nice. It was oh, to me. It was like oh, perfect. You know. Um, finished up podcast. Had a mint and straight off the barbecue. You know. The yeah, chicken. So, so people uh, who don't know, like I think on the last five five um, empty out the clips. I started to tell the bros here like. How much you can buy and how much you can oh, feed your yeah, mate, your yeah. Ainga with, with yeah. 40, 40 bucks. I buy the meat, so I might have spent 40 bucks on meat, you know, which is like some some sirloin steaks and maybe some chicken, eh? Was it chicken, eh? Drumsticks, which is like $5 a kilo at the moment. So four packets of that. And the girls got a ham from, from work. So my wife said, oh, we'll do the ham. And everything else didn't really cost much because I've made a um, shirimi. It was like a shirimi um, yeah, cheese and a um, potato salad. So, and, oh man, I fell in love with the chicken that I've Cam's bought. He bought some Thai chili chicken oh, and yeah, I probably man. that probably burnt it a bit. Just not my sangi cooking with, you know, so much marinade. St- <laughs> they sticky marinade. But it goes to shame, man. Like, you know, they need to spend like hundreds of dollars just to feed like a big group, especially some. Because my kids eat like men too, eh? But now I appreciate you guys being able to come over and yeah, bask in the in the <laughs> mid-eye, yeah. Nah, shortly. So it was my dog, bro. My dog, mate. He was eating good, bro. He was eating good. We <laughs> probably had like a, again, two man. more two more meals out of those leftovers and then, bro, the kids are like... Because honestly, on Christmas rolls, the only thing I ate was raw fish and taro. Because every other week, we've pretty much been eating like that, you know? So yeah. it wasn't like, oh, no, I'm good. What was the meal that you, on Christmas Day, that you had, was, you know, did it for you? Oak Hill potato. So one of my wife's aunties makes an Oak Hill potato. It's sort of like um, a potato salad, but it's like it's a potato salad cheese with breadcrumbs. Fucking, oh, that's no. good, bro. <laughs> like, that was like, yeah, man. It's like you know, my wife's oh, auntie man. makes that. So they didn't even come because they just, my, my mother-in-law made a list and like, oh, could you make one of these? So she would have baked something, given it to her, she would have dropped that off. But yeah, because of everything else we've had every other week, I'm like, oh, sort of over it. So I just had the oak potato and the raw fish and some taro. Oh, man. That's all I ate on Christmas. Yeah, didn't have raw any fish. hams, over the ham, over the chop suey, over the chicken. Mm. I can tell you one thing now, guys. Man, I am barbecued out, man. Yeah, <laughs> not me, not yet, very not yet. Damn, so much barbecue, man. <laughs> I'm just barbecued. What out. about the smacky barbecue place in Edison? Except for that place, because you know, when it comes to low and slow barbecue, man, I'm putting my hand up every day, man, yeah. for that shit. But my food review for today is a new place in Henderson, a new low and slow barbecue place. Um, fuck, what's it called? I just I just texted you guys, eh? Isn't it that? Low and slow barbecues? No, they do low and slow barbecue. But it's called... It's called Smokeland Barbecue. And it's in Henderson. And it's a a small place. It's a... There's one table you can eat in, but it's sort of like... Mainly takeaway. But it's a one-man... One-man crew in that place. His name's Leo. Shout out to... uh, To Leo. And... He came from... He came from the White Lady, actually. He worked at the White, oh, sure, the white Lady making burgers and he decided to go on his own. Um, he moved out west and he opened that place, um, Smokeland Barbecue, Henderson. And, um, yeah, man, it's it's uh, 
Because you know when it comes to long and slow barbecue, there's not many places like that in 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 Auckland. There's one in Central Greenland. There's one in Pakaranga. There's one in Kumu. Um, there's one in town as well, in in Potsumi. But uh, there's not many long and slow places. If you like um, long and slow uh, cock brisket or pork belly or oh. ribs, oh. St. Louis ribs or pork ribs, pork belly. Oof. Yeah, man. There's um. There's not many places around Auckland, but I'm just glad that one popped up out west because it's the only place other than Kikumu that's out west. So I was interested to go check it out. So I did go go check it out. I met the owner and I ordered um, 250 grams of brisket, 250 grams of pork belly and oh, half man. a rack of um, spare ribs. Price-wise, um, Four sides. Four sides were uh, wedges, uh, fried rice, corn on the cob, and coleslaw. I'm so that cost. So it's, it's, it's thirteen, fourteen dollars for the for the two fifty grams of um, brisket. Fourteen dollars for the pork belly. Fuck, that's alright, eh? Uh, I think it was fourteen. Um, yeah, it's around. About, it's, under, it's under twenty dollars anyway. Under fifteen, fifteen. Bruh. And then the sides, you get four sides for for twelve dollars. So, so yeah, it was um out of everything, because I don't know if it was because I was late, because I came late, and it was, they were almost shut, so I had the the last last pieces of food. So when I, when I got the ribs, it wasn't like your it didn't look the rib, ribs were already pulled off the off the, the bone. bone. So it was just it was just a mess in the thing, but <laughs> you know it just tasted like ribs anyway. Um, Save time. <laughs> Save time. <laughs> and the I thought the the brisket was just was just already covered in all the sauce, so you couldn't oh, really okay. taste the brisket itself. You know the the juiciness the of meat. it, so it was all covered in sauce. And but it was um it was tender, and it was alright. The brisket, but my favorite was that. The pork belly. Oh, so that was yum, man. man. That was yum. That's always my favorite. Man. Yeah, that Damn. was yum. I've had some dry pork belly in other places, but this was like juicy. It was tasted I'll good. Just for that. It tasted good, man. But um, yeah, that was my experience for that. Uh, the the sides for me. Again, I think it was because of late at night. It was the leftover, <laughs> the last <laughs> of the few. So the fried rice was a bit overcooked, and the the corn on the cob was a bit dry. Um, the the, the widgets were right, um, and and the, and the coleslaw was right too. So, I think um, as far as low slow barbecue goes, you know, there there's places I would drive all the way to, like in Pakaranga. There's a place called Smoky Wheels. That yeah, their briskets man. are on, man, and it's cheap too. Yeah, mm. and but their bell buns are yeah. bell buns are nice too. Eh? Nice, man. The bell buns, yeah, yeah. So that will be oh, my number two yeah. place. Um, my number one place will be. Cole's Barbecue in Greyland. Um, they're they're the best slow and slow, but they're they're pretty expensive. So yeah, um, I think this place because it's close because it's just up the road, you know, Henderson, and it's out of ten closest place. I think you know I'll just go there just for that. So out of ten, I'll give it a six. All right, I'll give Cole's Cole's Barbecue a nine. I'll give Smoky Wheels eight. Nice. And, and this place is six. Man, that's my, that's my I think I want to go do some ribs now, eh? Because I've seen like the racks in Pack and Save for like 17, 16, 20 bucks. Mm. 
It's whole racks. See, you might just go get some chuckles, eh? Some hey. mustard. Just yeah. go cook some. Try it out. Because I, I get a, the, um, because I just live up here in Henderson now. I just get a, the, I, I get a, um, Henderson pick and save. They actually got some good deals there, yeah, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the meat. And the first, yeah, first when you walk in, in those fridges, I've seen all the racks there. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. That's why I say, bro, they're coming down. Price is like, it's a good time to buy oh, something. Oh, in Henderson, eh? Henderson, yeah. yeah. But um, they're frozen, eh? Just got to fall yeah, down. Frozen, and yeah. But yeah, if you could do like maybe two or three, fuck this, like $17. Like, I went and bought one from a fundraiser that Newland Stags did, and it was like $22 for the rack. I ended up buying like four racks. Oh, damn. Oh, that was cheap, man. And they were smoked, low. I slow as well. I bought me, um, because I, I stay by myself, right? So I've been just doing my own shopping and then doing my own meals. I bought me, it was like $14 that I pick and save, but it was um pork chops. And they were big, two massive big ones, you know. But I just, well, I, I fried one up last night and, I, you know, yeah, it was just nice. Um, See, you, you just bought two big pork chops, right? You could, so that must be like at least 600 grams. Oh, the 600 grams are for pork because it's like we up to be or either 600 or 800. This is like $7 uh, for 400 grams. If you make, you, you can eat all that meat to make a big pot of chop suey, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, people don't realize, like, up, yeah, if yeah. you cut it up and put it in a bowl, fucking you realize, but that's a big portion. <laughs> but yeah, but I'm like buzzing up. If you actually look around, the only thing I noticed that is expensive these days is like the fruit and veg. Oh, yeah, like, pack yeah. and save like um, capsicums because I made a couple of crab salads and I was like, on Christmas Eve, they were like 2 50 each. Oh, yeah. And when yeah. I went back in Boxing Day, fucking they were $2 oh. each. This was the green and yellow. But then you get a fucking counter on Henderson it's five dollars a bag man mixed color oh wow so it's like you know yeah. you gotta shop around we gotta, yeah, yeah. We, watermelon's yeah. like 4.99 a kilo i'm like damn it man like come on waiting for these trucks to park on the side of the road you know these trucks they're just going oh we do the oh. <laughs> watermelons from pukakoi and shit <laughs> so whoever's got those trucks man come on park out west man so watermelon oh there's one thing i forgot to mention i cooked on christmas day was um a league of name so oh, yeah, we were at um, Pack and Save in uh, Westgate because someone said that Pack and Save is cheaper than all the other Pack and Saves around because of Costco. Yeah. <laughs> and it was always packed there. It was packed when I was there. Westgate? Yeah. yeah. Pack and Save. Westgate, Pack and Save. Oh. But uh, they got heaps, heaps of specials there, but um, I grabbed myself uh, a leg of lamb, a frozen leg of lamb. It was about um, 20, $29, $29, yeah. $30. So I just thawed it out and I put it on. I put it on on the Weber, eh? So I I cut out the the um I cut out the um hip bone out of it, and I just stuck it on the Weber. Hour forty five, just right, man. Mm. Hey. Yeah, it's nice. We gotta do a um tandoori cook one day with a leg of lamb from frozen forty five minutes. Pure man, cooked all the way through, eh? Yeah, that's pretty good. But he's got to get the heat right. You got to get just before it starts to, um, you know, start popping like the embers. You just just as it's going grey, I can put it offset it. Eh? Put it up off the off the heat. Close it with a lid. Man, forty five minutes, bro. Do an episode. Yeah, it's cooked. <laughs> <laughs> it's cooked. But even do some potatoes and shit, man. The thing with me, like I, I get too hungus. 
You know, so last night when I cooked my, when I fried my pork chop, I put it on seven, which is the highest, right? And I just left it there. And then when I went to go turn it, suddenly one whole side was like burnt, eh? And I'm like, fuck. So I turned it down, you know, I learned from once, you know, that's okay. You know, just put on five and just, you know. But yeah, like to me, when I get hungry like that, man, I just wanted the fastest. Because I put it out during the day. But pork's like chicken, you gotta cook it through. You cook it through, you yeah. Pork's like chicken. You gotta. It has to be cooked right through, otherwise it gets sick. Oh, yeah. Mm. Not like beef and lamb, you can have it rare. Oh, man. I just. See. Because I don't. I'm, I'm one of those um, cooks that. Um, Oh yeah, yeah, that's enough, you know. I don't go by, you know. So when I, so how I cook my chicken, as soon as I see it boiling, then I okay, it's gonna be like I'll leave it boiling for like twenty, thirty minutes, you know. But obviously I check the chicken, you know. And if and then if I um you know if I get a you know sore stomach, then I know oh um <laughs> <laughs> you know okay I gotta leave it on a little bit longer, you know. I'm one of those cooks. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, I'm grateful for being able to do the six weeks of just buying for a budget, man. Nice. Because, like, very, yesterday we had a kongai for my wife's family. And again, I was, like, looking at my goal. All she had to do was make a trifle. So she said she, she went and bought the stuff for the trifle today because nothing was... <laughs> no one had bloody sponge for a trifle. Yeah. And I did the cook, but then I got her to just help me do the salads. So I had, like, three things going all on at one time. Like, oh. you know, and I managed to have enough time to, like, oh, we'll go see my parents at the cemetery. And then by the time we took the food over to the in-laws, I was like, see, man, my time management is bang on, man, because everything was already cooked, so we are just waiting for everyone else to finish cooking. Yeah. But yeah, man, I'm grateful that I can do it, you know, just under the pump as well. Oh, man. See, yesterday we had, um, see, my brother and his wife, my uh, my niece came over. So no heavy stuff. They bought um, chicken, um, bread rolls, uh, mayo, uh, cabbage, uh, lettuce. So we just had sandwiches. Because, yeah, Christmas Day, man, I had... So when I left my parents' house, they gave me um, a tray... It lasted like the next day, and then they like, hey, have to eat everything on the last, you know, that next day. Man, yes, like that, eh? Yeah, <laughs> even my older, my daughter from intermediate, she was like, Chop suey, <laughs> you better eat that shit. <laughs> you better eat it, and like it. Mom, uh, over chop suey, it's a chicken chop suey. We gotta come back. Nah. <laughs> it's to yours, bro. That was a sicky barbecue. <laughs> Shut up, boys. So um, we're going down memory lane. Do you guys remember the best uh, or one of the oh. mem- memorable <laughs> New Year's Eve's, New Year's Day's, New Year's Midnight you guys had? Yeah, I'll, I'll go first, bro. Like, man. So even though I spent New Year's by myself and, it get, you know, because it was so my wife's family was like kind of busy because they were here for miles and that. But like I just reflected over the year and like just thinking about my cousins who had passed and my auntie who had passed, and it was sort of like a um, like a bittersweet sort of like thinking about them, like you know like it's not until like you know like New Year's very like you know it's supposed to be like a new start, a new chapter and like another year's gone you know, but just remembering them man like like I 
I speak about my cousin Rob, like he was the Mr. Suave. I used to always tell me about how he, he's like hooking up with Kanye or just met this new girl. And very, so I hadn't listened to any R&B for ages, eh? And like just to post him on my story and like the song that reminds me of him, which is the Asha and Monica Slow Jams. Like when I hear that song, it's like, that's my cousin's song, eh? So like it was just nice to like, man, just think about him and even my other cousin Richie passed. But like, when I think about memory lane and New Year's, like one of the best New Year's I ever had was probably at my older brother's house. He had a house up in Kastan, eh? Well, that party is one of those parties. It was like, it was just like my older brothers, because they were drinking. I wasn't drinking. I was just cleaning up. But you know, like when you have a party, and then people come over, <laughs> and then they add to the party. So it's like, in total, it would have been like 30 people came over, <laughs> but they were all showing up at different times. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But it was the most Maliest thing because, like, so my brother's not with the, his wife anymore. But it's just funny because even, like, when you think about some of my cousins and, like, their ages and that, and, like, after they, my, one of my other brothers left Auckland and then, like, three months later, oh, they're pregnant. <laughs> you know they were conceived on that night. <laughs> was, like, you do the math, right? Yeah. But during that night, I remember there was this lady, right? Because my brother used to live in this house in Kasten on the corner of Sebula and... It was like a rough house, eh? Like, literally, like, bro, you saw the house, you were like, bro, it must be like a gang member lives there, eh? But yeah, this lady, just random lady, man, she just waved out. Because <laughs> my cousin at the time was a comedian, eh? It was like, she yelled at my sister in law, and it was like, they went, Ave? And she was like, Lorraine? <laughs> Is that you? <laughs> Ave? <laughs> These two, they knew each other. So she just jumped on with her empty bag, sat on the deck. Had and a glass of wine. Oh. And then she started drinking with him. <laughs> Next minute, she's like walking through the house like she lives there. <laughs> Helping herself to everything. And bro, then my cousin starts dancing with her. But she falls off the decals. Because they got a deck, but there was no handrails. Oh my gosh. But it was my lears because I'm recording it. <laughs> so I'm recording it, bro. It's the funniest thing here. Because when she fell, bro, like my heart was like, fuck, is she all right? Bro, oh, but she oh, was still oh. holding her glass. She, oh. she fell off the table, still holding her glass, <laughs> and none of us spills. She's like extra, and then she got back up, like because it was like it was happening so fast, and then all of a sudden, bro, she just disappeared. <laughs> I was like, where is she? She fell off the deck, man. But she still had her. Drink. She still had her glass, man. <laughs> she what a legend. Still like that. And when they have their back up, she's like, oh, we fine. But top their glass up, nothing happened. But I'll never forget that. They like just like. How the party that turned out was just six of them, and <laughs> then all these people just came over during that night. Oh, that, that was hard case. <laughs> that was that would have been like 97, yeah, 97, oh, 96. It's going back. Um, oh, okay, I remember probably I've had a few um memorable um New Year's Eve, but the one uh New Year's. Um, the countdown and everything. There was one time um, when I was um, so uh, we had a drink out south for my cousin um, out south. Um, when I was, and all I remember, um, I bought me um, uh, it was a twelve uh, twelve cans of the twelve percent the bourbon. That's all I remember. So and then next minute. Um, um, my kid's mum, apparently she left because she saw I was getting too horsey, took the kids home, whatever. Um, all I remember, um, I remember getting up from someone's house because everyone were asking where the hell is Abby gone. 
I was apparently I was like having a fight with a dog. Well, you know, um, and then um, I got I was out in um, fuck, I don't know, man. I was lost. Day. I just remember waking up and the cop came and wake me up and go, "Hey, bro, we'll come we'll take <laughs> you to the um, is it the Clinton where the their police station? Yeah, yeah. itself. So I got thrown in the cells on um, yeah, on New Year's day, New Year's Day. But I remember because um, my kid's mum, she came back to pick me up from wherever the cops were. But then she saw how, like, I don't even remember what I was doing, man. She went back. She went back home because it was just the kids and they were small. And my cousin and my cousin just laughed the whole time because he saw me trying to take on a dog. Like, it was, <laughs> like it was those big dogs, you know? Like it was but, a lion. Yeah, like it was yeah, a lion or something. But see, you know what I, who I blame? The 12% age. <laughs> That's who I blame, bro. No, because all I remember, I was... Who was it? Who makes that one? William Cody's A? Yeah. The, oh, a little was Bro, I blame... No, it snuck up on me, eh? Big time, man. Because I was like, you know, cool top scene, you know, you got one, two. If I drink the whole 12, the next minute, bro. Those are dangerous, bro. Those yeah. Guys. They didn't make them anymore, eh? No, no. I wonder why. <laughs> Something I said, memorable, not forgettable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro, yeah. Can you imagine that going to the court? And then, uh, uh, what happened? <laughs> 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 no, I, I can't yeah, bro. Apparently, I slept at someone's, I woke up at someone's <laughs> house. And because they called the cops, hey, there's a man out here outside sleeping. Those, that, that, and that's why kids now <laughs> stay, I stay. Uncle Abby stays away from all of that bad water, okay? That bad liquid, all right? Damn. Yep. <laughs> Fuck, man, I got a few memorable New Year's Day from... Too many. Man, I remember, I remember missing the countdown because my cousin's car, when we were on the way to town, ran out of the gas oh, underneath, <laughs> on the motherway, you know, underneath the bridge on um, K-Road, you know, the, oh the, t- the tunnel bit. Oh, did you just create a key? <laughs> like there was no cars luckily but we had to push our car all the way and you know that little gas station is now a liquor store yeah it used yeah, to be yeah. a gas station yeah on pitt street you had to push it all the way there oh, but the countdown yeah. we missed the countdown because we were pushing the car but that was one i remember the other one was um me and eric were in, in queen street this is year 2000 we got invited to the um playing in hollywood um new year's just just on the spot because this guy just gave us tickets. two free tickets <laughs> like, I can't go but you guys can have these tickets and we were just outside we were walking down Kushi and oh it was right there so we just went up just had Christmas, uh, New Year's up there but the, this my memorable one uh, this is like a little kids <laughs> this is a little kids thing but um, this was back in 97, 98 when I was young that time but I remember we had a plan with me and my cousins to go downtown for for New Year's to count down there, but we need some we need some cash, so we actually had a plan to go go home, go to our houses and and try um get some yeah cookies and and sell them. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> so what? So <laughs> <I grab laughs> what? Ten dollars each. <laughs> I grabbed a couple. I grabbed a couple, and all my other cousins they grabbed went home, grabbed grabbed some, and then we all came to the shop and um Bruce Mac is that um like a island store yeah an island shop that does um um transfers 
Oh, we're like, Western Union, yeah. You, like, it's not a Western oh. Union, but it's, it's a private business. Yeah, but they yeah. send stuff to the islands. So, but they, you know, they, they're, they're accepting <laughs> Egongas. Man, so we, we gave them like, I don't know how many Egongas, but we got, I don't know, like 70 bucks back. Back you know? then, that was heaps. That was heaps, man. So, man, we bought heaps of alcohol. We bought like um the, we bought twelve, twelve box of um the stand luggers, but the, but the forty ounce, <laughs> <laughs> forty ounce stand luggers. <laughs> and then, man, we put it in the car, because we we said, okay, we gotta go to church for countdown at church. So, we we put our um earphones on. Oh no, we put our earphones on, and then um a lot of shirts. And then we went to church. Did the countdown. We went to, went to church, and it's funny because we were driving to church, and you can hear the the rattling of the bottles <laughs> in the, the back of the car. So we went to church, had countdown at church. After that, after church finished, we just drove all the way to town, and it was packed there. Because remember that time there was no there was no liquor ban. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. town that time. So we oh, parked. Oh, drinking. Yeah, so we parked up on Queen Street, got out of the car, just opened the boot, and just got our bottles and just drank just outside the car, just in the middle of. In the middle of Queen Street, I thought it was it was mean, man, because yeah, everyone was walking past. Past we were dressed up like with your fat gangs and a lot of shirts, yeah, and yeah. just drinking our forty ounce steinagers. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was five of us just in the line, just outside the car, just drinking. And man, all the people wishing us uh, happy New, New Year, Year, and then all the um, <laughs> all the girls like coming up <laughs> to us, and all the kisses we got, you know, just just all night. And then I remember. This guy we know at from primary school, he was drunk, and um, he he came up to us and he said hi, but he was really drunk. He was wasted. Yeah. And then he walked past. And I said hi to him, and then he walked past. And then another guy I knew, a Samoan guy that I went to, uh, that was at uni with. He was drunk too. He came up and he and he goes, Cam, Cam, what's up? Uh, oh, I need. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm. He wanted to have a fight. He wanted, to have some, he wanted to have a fight because he was angry or something. But he was oh just wasted there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, oh, I'm looking for some tongans. I'm looking for some, for, <laughs> I'm looking for some tongans. But the guy we know that I met earlier, yeah, he's tongan. So he ended up um, giving him a hiding. <laughs> <laughs> like, further down. <laughs> and I saw, oh, shit. That's, uh... <laughs> he gave him a hiding and he slammed him up against the, 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 the wall of the shops. The, the... Yeah. Oh, I thought he was going to crash through the shops. You know, but I was, it was pretty violent. <laughs> it was pretty violent. Chicken bottles, chicken bottles. There's those 40 ounces. Yeah, wow, man. It was, but man, I remember those days, like, I remember that time of no liquor ban, eh? It was different, eh? Yeah. I can't drink. My papa, I can remember <laughs> how much fun everybody had, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, town was so, country was so packed. There was cars just beeping the horn, stuck in traffic, but there was people walking up and down and even people like jumping on cars yeah it was yeah. sort of like the um the some tours are more parades but yeah, <laughs> yeah but everyone is doing it on uh on queen street and people with bottles in their hands are drinking because i think everyone they had the there's always the countdown up in rts square and everyone drinks there and waits for the countdown there and then oh, they just yeah. c- continue on to all the nightclubs and that but yeah there'll, there'll probably be some tr- trouble here and there but i just remember like different kind of vibe me like yeah, I can't imagine that now. There. Can't imagine that now, eh? Yeah. But but if you think about the liquor back then as well, there weren't that many. Like there were a lot of wines and stuff, but you didn't have a lot of RTDs. Like that's the difference, eh? Yeah. From back then, because you're talking about beers. Yeah. 
I mean, even the beer selection, like, you probably would have counted at least six New Zealand beers and all the rest were, like, just, you know, Rynek. <laughs> Double <laughs> brown, you know. Yeah. Plus Steinies back then, sure. Oh, you know, Steinies, man, that was my first kind of beer I was drinking. Didn't get to Hankins till later on, but Steinies was the go-to. Mm. I, I remember this one year. I think it might have been the 2000 year. Or the 2001. It was the first time they did a countdown at church and we were allowed to drink. Oh, yeah, at this, church. Yeah, at church. And I, I remember um, we were, all the boys like we were drinking and I, I went, I was the first, I think I was the first one that went up and gave um, a glass of something to our FFL. <laughs> yeah, and then all I remember about that night was, man, um, I think my kid's mom came pick me up from church took me home i was yeah <laughs> i was a light drinker too man i remember that <laughs> i was lightweight back then man but now these days man i'm just the last f- probably five years just had quiet um years eh? yeah just at home by myself or just sleep i think last year i just slept through it maybe last maybe Maybe the last three out of five years, I've just slept through New Year's. <laughs> oh, the whole day. Yeah. Oh, I slept through, like, missed the countdown. Because yeah, I've yeah. been sleeping oh. bed, you know. I like hitting the beach, eh? Like, that to me is a summer. Like, that summer to me, like, cause you got to hit the beaches, eh? Even yeah. though there's a lot of beaches that have been, like, red flagged, like, you can't, you know, it's not safe to swim in it. But, bro, you got to hit the beach, man. We got oozes surrounded by them, eh? Yeah. Especially for the fans that come over from Melbourne and be like, Fraser, so lucky man. Like Which beach did you go to, Liz? Everywhere. I always go up oh, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoy it up there. But it's just like, um, yeah. It's sad that, because my kids, like, do we know, they know how to pack for the beach, eh? Like, I've taught them. Take everything. Like, literally don't leave anything behind. Yeah. But because my wife's family have, were here, then my wife was like, oh, we'll just get hot chips. And, like, some of the sister-in-laws were suggesting that we went further up. But that's on the, okay, if your family's gone further up, well, you probably just do the luckle and that's it. You need to show up. But everyone else brings everything. Yeah. was like, I've told the kids, like, fuck, if we go to the beach, take everything. You do it. But because Kira was at camp, it was like, well, I didn't have my truck, so nothing's oh. going to fit in the RAV4, you know? It's like, fucking, I'm not filling up my mate's car again. Like, fucking putting enough gas in it. So we ended up going and. Because I got my papa bitch here, right? And like the saddest part for me is like we need local stuff for like and it's your stuff, you know. I think because bro, I don't sit on many beaches that can hold my weight. Yeah, yeah. Because otherwise it'd be bro, this is gonna just break, eh? And when I get there and everyone's sitting on my chair. <laughs> oh hey. Bring your own chair, man. Oh. Like uh, not the pool, oh like you know, I always take a bucket hat, I always take a bucket hat, man. Thank you, know, someone's ring my hat. Gosh. <laughs> It's bad enough that I'm getting sunburned. Are these are these the the visitors? Just the visitors, you know, or visitors or whoever, you know, just like hey, people, if you go to the beach, take your <laughs> stuff, man, you know, it just makes. Yeah. But nah, I just like I'm in that habit, like you know, take the chairs, the hard chairs, because bro, people aren't gonna, you know, and you know, kids, they'll sit anywhere. Yeah. Even if it's the not your seat, they get off. If there's a mat there. But it's just to be comfortable, you know, be comfortable, so not everyone's sitting down on the floor, you know, wet clothes and stuff. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm just glad, like, bro, all I need, like, and I'll probably get it 
later probably it's a trailer eh? <laughs> this is my goal is to have a beach trailer mm. so I can just get colour at the barbecue oh, yeah, really on it everything. everything's on the back yeah <laughs> what's up boys so we're coming close to our, um to wrapping up but um man what's happening in the next few weeks for you us um so today um why i've been in- indulging in um just eating and just enjoying you know um the last couple of weeks is because today is my first day of my weight loss challenge uh-huh. <laughs> so it starts today um today i had eggs and avocado on toast Okay, um avocado is cheap at the moment too well. Yeah, I've yeah, I've been buying Pink I've save. been doing all my shopping at Pink and Save. Yeah. But actually it's real funny, um I'll just share something with you guys. Um it's just real funny now that I have my own place, now I don't you know, I have to rely on myself to do the cooking, you know, and and, and budgeting of my, you know, finances and that. Um it is real handy to like um oh, I mean I did notice the difference of living, you know, at my parents and that. Um, now that I gotta pay rent and whatever they had, you know, obviously eat, but now I gotta do it, by, you know, myself, you know, and yeah, and it's um, I think um, I yeah, I enjoy it. I love the satisfaction of the other night. I put out um four chicken legs or the thighs, you know, um, out. So I left that out on the in the sink the whole day. Came back, cooked it, you know. Um, I think it's just the. What's the word? The satisfaction that you know, you know that there's something there, and you, all you got to do is just cook it, you know, for yourself. Yeah, you know, you yeah, get your air fryer, man. Yeah, oh, man, I want to. I don't mind the weather, man. <laughs> oh, but anyway, so I'm on the challenge. So it starts today. Um, it's six weeks. So yeah, got to start grinding again. Yeah. Does <laughs> your last words too? Um. Oh last words um just for all the um just the just the the passing of friends and the the family members and all that um yeah condo- condolences to um one of the the brothers um uh sisters passing away um uh yeah she was in my words i posted on the the facebook post that i was tagged in um she was a gentle soul because, you know, she was, um, yeah, good friend of the family as well. Um, yeah, she'll be dearly missed. Those are my last words. Um, last words? Yeah, or last what, what's words? coming oh. up in last words? What's coming up? Oh, nothing's coming up. Just got to go back to work on Wednesday night. Another three-day weekend off. Um, man, I just want to probably save, eh? Try and save the shell. It's one of my yeah. goals. Save some money and drop some weight. Um, yeah, not really looking forward to, um, winter. because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the weather's been good, eh? Yeah. Weather's been real good. Aircon's been on blast, hard out. Man. Uh, yeah, so I'm lucky I got an aircon. I'd leave on all day, all night. But um, if I share my last words, my last words would be um, yeah um, look after yourselves, um, slip slap slap, wear a hat, man. Like where this weather is unpredictable, especially when it can turn. Like 
And because the one last night was quite cold, eh? Like it was windy last night. But of overcast, like the overcast is probably the worstest thing you can um, judge the day by. Because fuck, I was doing barbecue the other day. And overcast, and my shoulders are burnt, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you don't realize until you go home and go aliens, and the water's like, damn, that hurts. Yeah, yeah slips off that, man. And, um, yeah, man, continue to make memories, man. This life is all about um, celebrating your small ones and enjoying your company with those you love and cherish the most. Um, yeah, and shout out to everyone who have, um, who lost family and um, close friends last year. Um, continue to live for them and remember them by, um, yeah, living your best life and yeah, that's about it from me. Sure, yeah. Sure, boys. Um, last words for me. Just um, yeah, man. I'm glad to be back for 2023. Start of the new year and start of new things for West West Network. Um, got some things in the pipeline that wanna wanna push forward. But um, nah, man. It's good to have MT out the clip back on back in the war zone again you know for, <laughs> for you guys listening for every week so yeah man I'm, I'm grateful for you boys to come through on the empty out the clip you know it's cool just remind everyone all the listeners out there to um tap into our facebook page empty out the clip uh group page uh where you can uh, just send us some messages or send us some um topics to talk about on the on the podcast and give your your five cents ten cents worth and drop it in there yeah, man. Thanks, boys. Let's get the fuck out of here. Hey, <laughs> 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 <laughs>